Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. WILK News Radio. Great good morning, everyone. 11.10 a.m. in Northeast Pennsylvania. This beautiful August 1st, 2023. This is the Bob Cordaro Show, and I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. People like Butch Grodak of Lake Ariel, John Kuyper, Ransom Township, Dana Hanchik, Hughestown, Jim Marino, Sillingsgrove, Robert Perks, Northeast PA, he says. We lost them all late June, early July, these veterans. And we go from uh, Lee Greenwood, one great American, to another, our friend Congressman Dan Muser. Congressman Muser, welcome. How are you? Bob, doing great. Pleasure to be with you, as always. So uh, you had a uh, rally over the weekend, and I understand it was quite large in Erie, Pennsylvania, and you, you did an introduction. Uh, Donald Trump was on fire, I understand. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, which is not unusual for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that's true. It's pretty much every appearance. <laughs> uh, yeah, President Trump's doing great. Uh, we had a uh, a very good sized crowd. I'd say about seventy five hundred people as a, as a very very good estimate. The uh, arena had capacity of ninety five hundred, so it was pretty easy to figure to figure that out. And um, look, he he just talked about the differences of the Trump administration versus where the Biden administration is and is taking us. And I spoke of the same. Uh, and as well, uh, these these wild scandals that, that uh, continue to come out and, and, and clearly have a, a, an obvious level of credibility. So uh, it, it, it had to be, they're all, all of his events are outstanding. Uh, yep. Congressman, you've been working on some things nationally, focusing on small businesses. We had uh, Jimmy Barrett on from Road Scholar Trucking earlier today to talk about the collapse of yellow freight lines or whatever, uh, whatever acronym they go by now, but, uh, or did go by. There's cracks in the economy, in this Biden economy, aren't there? Yeah, there's a tremendous amount of uh, rattling uh, that has taken place, tremendous amount of uncertainty, you know, regardless of, you know, some of the numbers are not are not bad, right? I mean, unemployment is, is low. 
uh, obviously f- inflation is uh, hurting people and, and then some, you know, and, and it's being portrayed as if we're going to avoid a recession and, and, and such. And, you know, maybe we will. Maybe we won't have less than zero percent GDP growth, uh, but it's not going to be not going to be much higher. But the problem is the high levels of uncertainty and the real data of, of um, bank accounts being depleted, uh, people's savings being used up, credit cards. I mean, it's, it's clear data that credit card uh, loans or, um, or debts are, are, are way up. And meanwhile, you have a Biden administration um, really, really going after. And whether it's <laughs> they understand it or not, you know, I'm on the Small Business Committee as well as Financial Services. It seems they state things sometimes that that are just from an alternative world. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you watch Biden. I say this often, Congressman Muser. You watch Biden talking about the economy, and you realize he is completely illiterate in that area. You know, he he really is. I mean, even in his State of the Union speech, he said a few things that were just, you know, out of outer space. But the idea that somehow taxes are are a good thing on small business, they actually state that at times in in our committee (laughs) meetings, and it comes out of the White House. Regulations, I mean... You know, Trump reduced regulations by a lot. This administration has added a CBO score, $367 billion of new regulations on American businesses. You know, workforce. I mean, come on. We've we, we got $3 million less. The reason unemployment is, is low is because those $3 million people aren't, aren't looking for work any longer, because uh, largely because in, in, entitlement pays are, 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 are through the roof. I mean, where do people think if Biden put us in $6 trillion in added debt? I, I asked this question to a small business the other day in committee. Are you seeing it? Is any of that money helping you? Are you seeing, are we seeing in, in our area Route 81 being expanded? Are, are, are we seeing advancements in, uh, where, where's the train from Scranton to New York? Even something for these billions and billions yeah. of dollars. They're going to entitlements, which is allowing people to afford not to work. And has added to inflation and created interest rate problems that, that are bad, of course, for, for small business. And then these, these threats of taxes, of removing depreciation, um, uh, re- removing sunsetting the R&D tax credit. It's just, it's just a, a completely inverted uh, growth plan that's based upon spending as opposed to uh, real pro-growth initiatives that have worked in the past. Under, under Republican presidents, mind you, particularly Trump. Talking to Congressman Dan Muser, 9th Congressional District. Uh, Congressman Muser, you are working on some legislation uh, and, and advancing the ball in your positions uh, on Capitol Hill. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, we're working on a lot of things. I mean, I, I, meant, I mentioned taxes, but <clears throat> right now there's an assault on our community banks uh, and our regional banks. And I don't use that word lightly because of the SBB debacle, which was caused due to regulators and very weak CEO out there in California having a very cozy relationship. Uh, just, just and, and that, woke that, policies, <laughs> totally woke policies, a real outlier of a bank. Their average deposits were three million dollars for crying out loud. Meanwhile, uh, PNC's average is, is about twenty five thousand dollars. M&T is about the same. Our community banks, even even lower than that. So, so our banks are stable, and yet now they're being forced by this, this, this Fed that has really, really gone woke, as well as the FDIC, because they have to drink the Biden Kool-Aid. Uh, they want to put these special assessment fees 
and new deposit requirements on banks, on small banks. And if you do that, you then their ability to lend is mitigated. And so that's a problem that hurts small business, that hurts banking, that hurts the economy. I mean, and, and on top of the higher interest rates, um, borrowing money is that much more expensive. So, you know, the government under Biden is trying to tighten its grip on our national banking system, and they're doing it all wrong. They're doing it heavy-handed, just like they, they, they do everything. One, one of the things that I don't know how people, a lot of people don't get it. When you regulate, the only companies that can handle that regulation are big businesses, mega businesses, international corporations. Small businesses cannot handle it. it it's, a, it's a competitive advantage for big companies. Yeah, you said it. And, and, but, but even the big banks uh, stating these sort of rules, new rules, excessive rules, are going to send businesses or attempt to send businesses to, to non-traditional lending, like you know, private equity and, and hedge funds and, and private credit. And you know, that's, just, that's just very bad uh, for our, our local community banks that know their customer best. And, and small business, again, gets hurt worse because they're not, they're not going to you know, private equity uh, and, and to hedge funds, for crying out loud. Uh, they're going down, down the street to the community bank, which... Um, which will suffer under suffer to pay for uh, to, to pay for Silicon Valley Bank. I mean, can you can you can you believe yeah. that our, our local banks are asked to do that? <laughs> yes, I can believe it. It's one size fits all when the government gets involved. Uh, Congressman Muser, uh, tell us about some interesting things that are going on within your district. Uh, there's always something happening. There's always somebody doing something great. Yeah. Well, it's true. Um, you know, our natural gas companies are, are doing a lot. You know, my new expanded ninth district has most of the Marcellus Shale and the level of community involvement and landowners receiving royalties. Even though the price of natural gas is uh, is, is is down pretty well right now, uh, that that that's uh, that's going strong. So, we're we're very involved in revitalization efforts. We we want to we want to improve help continue to help improve our our, our local cities and and that's really not done by government. All we can do is play a part. That's done by by community folks uh, in in particular. But we're, we're we're working there. We're working on small business. We uh, our career and technical schools are really so important. They're expanding. Um, you know, our our coal companies are are doing enormously well. Um, due to the fact that the Biden administration's green energy plan is backfiring, as it does, what when they when they go after <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when they yeah. when they go after natural gas and oil, the world is now buying anthracite coal, which is usually used for for steel manufacturing. So our coal companies are are, are doing extremely well. And I'll also add this: our we have many beer companies throughout our district, and Yingling is the uh, is the top, and Yingling is way up. Due to uh, the demise in many ways of, uh, of Bud Light. <laughs> well, somebody was telling me that, that that Yingling's light beer is fabulous. I'm, I, I, I keep forgetting to try it, but uh, they they tell me it's great stuff. It's the best. It's uh, it's called Flight. Uh, it, it, it's great. Their their golden uh, pilsner is great. Oh, their, their beer really is, uh, is is great. And I, and you know, and they're a great employer, great family. Uh, you know, been been there for what hundred more than that, seventy five years now. But anyway, uh, we got we got so many positive things happening. We got we got some uh, significant manufacturing uh, do, doing their best to uh, uh, you know to to uh, grow. 
uh, as well as our farmers, you know, our dairy farmers are always, always fighting for them. So, yeah, yeah, we got a, 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 a quite a few uh, very, very, very positive developments. And, you know, I go out to Williamsport now and, and down to Sunbury and across to uh, Hamburg and Leesport. My district is um, larger than the state of Connecticut, uh, so that keeps keeps us hopping when we're not in Washington. And, and uh, you know, it, 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 it's rural. Uh, so, you know, people say, well, it's, uh, it's very Republican. It's very red, but you know, frankly, I, 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 I think it's, it's, uh, one of the most red, white, and blue districts, uh, probably <laughs> yes. in the country. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. That's a good way to put it. Congressman Dan Muser, always a pleasure to check in with you. And as you know, you can check in anytime and let us know what's happening in the ninth. Uh, we appreciate it. You're the best, Bob, really. Thank you very much. It's always an honor to be part of the sanctity of sanity. (laughs) (laughs) Congressman Dan Muser. (laughs) On that note, we go. (laughs) We'll be back. That is uh, Eric Burden and his new band, War. They moved from number 14 to number 7. This date, 1970, says Murph. Spill the wine is the song, Bob Cadaro. So, uh, always good to hear from Congressman Muser. Um, Somebody said, Dan Muser's really starting to impress me, especially when he supports President Trump. He's always impressive. Always impressive. On on another note, Yingling's light lager, someone says, is even better than flight. Now, someone else says, (laughs) I can't keep up with you. A case of Yingling Lager every weekend. (laughs) And I apologize. Uh, Two comments. One that I wanted to bring to Dan's attention. Uh, That's amazing that Dan Muser says, when I text you, my life savings took a beating because of Biden. It was up to $720 a month to heat my house. What a disaster. You are right. And, And again, money you'll never get back. Your money. But someone else, this is the one I missed too. Bob, please ask Dan to check out why the Falls Post Office is not open yet. And here's an interesting point. Bob, we need an independent media almost more than a Republican in the White House because they would be able to level the playing field. We're never going to get an independent media. We're never going to get... The media has gone... They've gone to a place that they cannot come back from. Because, please remember this, what do they have to do? They have to admit they're wrong about everything. (laughs) And they're never going to do it. They're never going to admit they were wrong about everything. They'll never admit Biden was a disaster. They'll just turn on him really quickly. Now, they're watching to see how this plays out with the American people. This testimony by uh, Hunter Biden's best friend and partner and brother and all the other nonsense. And how will American, how will the American people react to the vice president Taking phone calls in the midst of pitch meetings by Hunter Biden 
dozens of them. That doesn't count the pictures, by the way, which is at least a dozen more with people Hunter was trying to fleece. It doesn't count that the money went into 10 different Biden accounts. It doesn't count that Hunter Biden paid Joe Biden rent for Joe Biden's house. It doesn't count Hunter Biden paying for Joe Biden's burner phones. It doesn't count Hunter Biden complaining about paying for maintenance costs at Joe Biden's house. And it doesn't count overseas bank accounts, which they are going to find. This was a shakedown operation that Joe Biden knew all about, that he participated in. And the sad part, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I, and I, I'm raw, you know, I'm torn about this. Let's say it was just for his son. You know, and he wasn't benefiting, and other Bidens weren't benefiting. It would be less offensive. But no, he was directly benefiting from policies he controlled and actions that he undertook to the tune of millions of dollars. They say, how did, how did he, how's Joe Biden on a, on a senator's salary, a vice president's salary, get a $6 million beach house? <laughs> By the way, he has another mansion just an hour away or whatever, in, you know, outside Wilmington. Devin Archer has made the direct connection. You know what the, the left-wing media is focusing on? That they never talked on the phone about business dealings. Well, as some one of you texted in, the mafia never talked directly about business on the phone either. Hunter just had to prove he could deliver Joe Biden. And as I said the, the last hour, the proof is in the pudding. These people paid the money, $5 million of it, from the Chinese even after he left office. You cannot downplay this. This is insanity. This is so obvious. You'd have to be stupid or willfully ignorant. It's, it's bad stuff. It's criminal. It's treasonous. And there are no other reasonable conclusions. None. We'll take a break. Bob Cadurl, WILK. We'll come back with the weather, and then we got some uh, phones we got to get to. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Joe Snedeker. Today, sunny and pleasant, high of 76. Tonight, fair and chilly, down to 50. Wednesday, more sun than clouds, high of 78. Bob Cadaro, back with you. Quick mention of our veterans for today. Jim Marino, Sealands Grove. Dana Hanchik, Hughestown. John Kuyper, Ransom Township. Butch Grodak, Lake Ariel. Robert Perks, Northeast Pennsylvania.
veterans we lost late in last month and, well, geez, now late in June, early July. Let's go to Ray from Mountaintop. Ray, thank you for your patience. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Robert, and I'm better when I'm listening to you, I can tell you that. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> Did you see where uh, Congresswoman, uh, I think it's Mace, M-A-C-E, from South Carolina? Yes, love her. She gave an estimate at $50 million, and now the estimate's been revised. Robert, when they're done, the number's going to exceed $100 million. It's the oldest rule in the book, follow the money. And no matter how convoluted it was or how convoluted it could be, they're going to unwind it, they're going to unravel it, and there'll be no denying. I think nine people were killed in the St. Mal- uh, Valentine's Day massacre. That isn't why Al Capone spent the rest of his life in jail. It was tax evasion. The numbers and records are there. Uh, I think either at Tarawana or Peleliu in the South Pacific, the Japanese commander said it would take a million men a hundred years to take the island. Well, we took it in a couple of days. God bless the beautiful Americans who lost their lives, but we took it. Not more than a few from here, too. That's right. A lot from here. God bless them. Some of the greatest Americans that fought in World War II came from within 50 miles of where you're sitting right now. Yep. Any number of them, CMH winners, distinguished service medals, what our kids from this area did. And I had a neighbor who was 16 years old, lost his leg at Iwo Jima second day there. That's the kind of patriots that came from this area. And, and Ray, I was, I was talking about, you know, the editorial portion of the newspapers are useless, but uh, something they called Black Sunday, Operation Tidal Wave, which turned out to be essentially the costliest Allied air raid in World War II, mm-hmm. claimed the lives of six Luzerne County men 80 years ago today. Uh, I'm going to talk about them tomorrow. But, Ray, get let's get back to this Biden crime family. You've followed history. I know the things, you know, Teapot Dome scandal and the the, the uh, problems and, and corruption surrounding Ulysses S. Grant. I don't think there has been anything even approaching what Joe Biden did as vice president of the United States. When we talk about scandals, I'm going to ask you a question and see if I can jog your memory. You, Scott, do you remember him? Oh, sure. Senator from Republican Senator from Pennsylvania. Two nights before Nixon resigned, three Republican senators, Barry Goldwater from Arizona, Hugh Scott from Pennsylvania, Howard Baker from Tennessee, paid a visit to President Nixon. And they assured the president at the time that he would get an honest hearing of the evidence if he's impeached in front of the Senate. And they assured him that they would vote based on the evidence. Do you think, and let's start with Bobby Boy from Scranton, do you think there's three Democrat senators in 
alive today. I, I make this. I, I, make, I make this sad point over and over and over again, and and also mentioning Howard Baker gets you know goes to the Hall of Fame for me. He's he asked the question. What did the president know, and when did he know it? And you would never get a Democrat doing it. You have this, this Goldman or whatever his name is, this congressman making a complete ass of himself continually. What? You know, the Adam Schiff. I mean, these are just awful people. These are people not worthy of the lives of those patriots who passed away 80 years ago. Yep, yep. Many of them were Democrats. And the Democrat Party of today bears no resemblance, none whatsoever. And it's time for the good people of, let's say, Lackawanna County, who are Democrats, to come forward. You know, during the Watergate investigation, if you were a Republican, you were shamed, you were browbeaten, you were ridiculed. How could you possibly be supportive? Well, now it turns out, that that was, he was a piker. Nixon was nothing <laughs> compared to what Biden is. Where are the d- Democrats with integrity in northeastern Pennsylvania coming forward? Whether it's Trump or not, that's not the issue. The issue is 50 to $100 million worth of bribes paid to one family. The proof is in. The bank records are there. The witnesses are And they're going to get to these overseas accounts which is going to really unlock, in particular, the $10 million from Burisma uh, that uh, triggered Joe Biden to fire that prosecutor. They're going to find it. They will find it. When does someone like Congressman Cartwright step forward and say, I've had enough? He can't even... Enough. Matt Cartwright can't even vote against men competing with women. He 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 voted to to not al- to allow men to compete against women. He's totally in the tank. By the way, so did all of our Democrat state representatives and senators. And the question is, how does that benefit the vast majority of northeastern Pennsylvania residents? And the answer is, it doesn't. The people that they're supposed to represent, they regularly sell down the river. They regularly deny them the access that's needed. And Robert, I hope and pray that either Bobby Boy or Congressman Catwright come on your and just answer some basic questions. When you get paid eighty-three thousand dollars a month, what is that for? Billy Belina could answer the question. <laughs> I can do that. You are right. Ray, thank you as always, my friend. Robert, <laughs> That's Robert. a good note to conclude on. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back. Sinatra's waiting in the wings, and so is Gerard Mayer. We're back. Bob Cadaro with you. And uh, an interesting thing. I, w- I was looking through the paper the Scranton Times and Times Leader, I wanted to see how they covered the Devin Archer uh, testimony. Now, they covered uh, a maintenance guy for Trump getting indicted. They didn't cover Devin Archer. (laughs) I wanted to see how they covered it. They didn't even cover it. 
Oh, my word, the insanity continues. That's why these newspapers are going out of business. That's why they're failing. You cannot lie to the people. You can't pursue your agenda to the exclusion of the news. And so they fail. Dear Lord, that's that's frightening. <sighs> All right. We're going to take a break. It's time for the Bloomberg Money Minute, and then we'll come back. We've got more to talk about. Steve Winwood, great song. It's one of those uh, post-prison things, theme-wise. Steve Winwood, number one adult charts hit back this date in 1987. Does everybody remember what they were doing back in 87? Some of you weren't doing anything, were you? So, we're going to finish. Now, Murph said it's Jerry Garcia, but we ran out of of space for songs. So, we're going to do Jerry Garcia and Bulldog. You have to remember this now. Murph will remember. We're going to do him not on his birth, which was today in 1942. But the sad day of August 9th, 1995, when he passed. And we'll do some things on Jerry Garcia that day. I never saw the uh, Grateful Dead. And I, I would have. But I said the joke I always tell about a Grateful Dead concert is uh, the two guys standing each other. They ran out of pot. And the one guy looked at each other and goes, boy, this music really sucks. <laughs> but that's the Grateful Dead. We'll, we'll get to them on August 9th for, in honor of Jerry Garcia. We're going to finish... And the Bulldog will time it out and all that. Uh, This date in 1974, drummer Keith Moon, the late Keith Moon, and guitarist Pete Townsend joined Eric Clapton on stage at the Omni in Atlanta to uh, perform Layla. And that's how we'll wrap things up here. Uh, I want to go quickly to a phone call. Uh, Andrew, we got about a minute, my friend. Hey, Checking with you tomorrow, but I just want to say quick, uh, Steve Winwood, he always uh, looked like George W. Bush to me, so that's why, uh, you know, he wasn't popular with the ladies. <laughs> and uh, I want to say I, Monday Musings should be uh, Muser. Dan Muser should be on Mondays. And my nickname for you is Now, what did I tell you? I said the comedy stays with me on this my show. Nickname. That's what I always tell the Bulldog. I'll tell the jokes. Except for Lorraine, who's a diva. She went to Froggy. She bumped you for Froggy. But I, I don't believe it. But I, my nickname for you is the Moral Bob because the Frank caller, it was funny. He said that you're immoral, so that's my nickname, Immoral Bob. But not really. It's the opposite. Opposite. But I'll talk to you tomorrow. Then. Thanks, sir. All, all right, Andrew. You take care. Thank you. <laughs> well, as the music plays behind us, I want to mention our veterans that we pay tribute to today, they and their families. Jim Marino, Sealings Grove, born Taylor, PA. His wife Janet and he had just celebrated their 45th anniversary. She survives him. Survived by a son, Julian, and a daughter, Joanne. U.S. Air Force, 66 to 69 in Germany. Butch Grodak, Lake Ariel, 
loving wife of 57 years is Carol, born in Scranton, graduate of Dunmore High School. He owned uh, Grow Sun Inc., a commercial refrigeration mechanical contracting company, veteran of the United States Marine Corps. John Kuyper Ransom Township. He was going to celebrate this November 50 years of marriage to his wife, Margie. Born in Scranton, West Scranton High School guy, Army National Guard. During his life, he gave over 20 gallons of blood. Dana Dana Hanchik. We love when there's a woman veteran. Born Wilkes-Barre, late of Houston. U.S. Army, seven years in the U.S. Army, deploys as a combat veteran in Iraq and Afghanistan. She got the Iraq Campaign Medal, Afghanistan Campaign Medal. She loved it. She left in 2006, went to a defense contractor. Died at just 47. And Robert Perks, U.S. Army, I'm sorry, U.S. Navy, Wyoming Valley West High School. He was hosted programs on WILK, right here on WILK, as well as VIA TV. Motivational speaker. Uh, Great, great obituary. In Bob's own words, they conclude, I wish you enough sun to keep your attitude bright. I wish you enough rain to appreciate the sun more. I wish you enough happiness to keep your spirit alive. I wish you enough pain so that the smallest joys in life appear much bigger. I wish you enough gain to satisfy your wanting. I wish you enough loss to appreciate all that you possess. I wish you enough hellos to get you through the final goodbye. Great, great obit for Robert Perks. Thank you to the veterans, their families, and all of you for being with us today. I hope you enjoyed the program. I hope you're with us tomorrow. We want to thank Dunmore Lumber, 622 South Blakely Street. Beat the Big Box Blues at Dunmore Lumber and the great Marjon Golf Course. Happy hour at the Marjon. Never went to any much better, I'll tell you that much. Got to love the Marjon for golf, food, and drink. I know I do. Well, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. God willing, we will be with you this time, this place. Thursday, we're going to Tech Bridge. We're going to do a remote. We're going to take a day off politics. Talk business. Talk technology. Talk the future of Northeast PA. We are adjourned. Go to YLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.